Together, we are one, one body. It is not our choice. Our oneness is not an opinion. There are no options here. It is God's doing, not ours. There is only this one thing, one creation, one humanity, and we, we are all equally part of it. Together, we are one, one body. We may not look alike, we may not hold the same beliefs, we may even oppose one another, yet we do so as equals, created and loved by God, who dreamed and breathed each one of us into being. Together, we are one, one body. May we live as one. Amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of God and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> what I'm about to say to you may seem a bit strange. It may even sound a bit unfaithful and inappropriate. Dare I say blasphemous, especially today. Today is Trinity Sunday. However, I think what I am about to say is important. Are you ready? Stop overthinking your relationship with God. Stop overthinking your relationship with God. Now, you probably didn't come here today expecting to be told to stop overthinking your relationship with God. So let me explain. Earlier this week at the hospital, I had a student chaplain shadowing me. And as we were preparing to leave the office and start rounding, I asked, do you have any questions? And he replied, yes, yes I do. So what do you do if a person doesn't pray in Jesus' name, he asked or to God the Father. Also, how do you remain 
true to the spirit of Christianity, knowing some people's beliefs are incorrect. Perhaps not incorrect, but not accurate. <laughs> I imagine it's a struggle for you too. I didn't say anything at first. I just nodded my head and smiled, contemplating how best to answer his questions. My first response, which I did not speak out loud, was going to be, God is known in a myriad of ways. Christianity is one way, not the only way. The second response I contemplated was, we are not here for our faith beliefs. We are here to compassionately support others, and we meet them where they are, not where we are. Again, I didn't say that to him either. Instead, what I did say, you think too much, let's go. Over the course of my life in ministry, I have become increasingly convinced we spend too much time and needless energy thinking about our relationship with God. That's not just an observation, it is also a confession. A confession of one who loves to, who makes a living by, thinking about God. Perhaps, just maybe, and I'm going out on a limb, we should spend less time thinking about God and instead do our best to be in relationship with God. For instance, would you rather be with someone you love or think about someone you love? Or put another way, would you prefer your relationship be defined by love or information? From my personal experience, we do not think our way into meaningful, loving relationships. We live our way into meaningful, loving relationships. So why is our relationship with God treated so differently? What's our obsession with overthinking God? What's this quest with needing all of the correct answers. Where did it come from? It's not what Jesus taught the disciples, which is evidenced in today's gospel passage, known as the Great Commission. Jesus does not say to his disciples, go forth and make disciples of all nations, but only those who have the correct answers. No, he says, baptize them. So in essence, he's saying, immerse them, plunge them, wash them, soak them in the very attributes and qualities of God. God the parent, God the son, and God the spirit. Make known to them the life, the love, and the compassion of the living God through your actions, through your presence, through your hands, through your heart. Not once, though, does he say, test their theology and see how they do. Not once. I believe sometimes 
We thank God right out of our faith. When we attempt to commodify and package God into a neat, compartmentalized box, setting up a subject-object duality, where God becomes a puzzle to solve, rather than a loving relationship to embrace, which is the very opposite of a Trinitarian life. In speaking of a Trinitarian life, since it is Trinity Sunday, it isn't overly complicated. At least, I don't believe so. Through the Trinity, we see diversity, not perfect uniformity. Which begs the question, why do we fear difference so much when difference lies at the very heart of God's nature? Additionally, within Trinitarian life, we see love. The relationship between the persons of the Trinity is not a relationship of domination, manipulation, or jealousy. No, it is a relationship of unselfishness, sacrificial love. God's very being is grounded in love. Which begs the question, why is our piety, our faith, so often motivated by thought and correct answers and not by love? Finally, within Trinitarian life, we see community. God is communal. God is relational. Relationship, intimacy, proximity, and connection are intrinsic to God's being. Which begs the question, why do we so often isolate ourselves from one another, prioritizing autonomy and independence over companionship and mutuality? Trinitarian life, the nature of God, is not a concept to be explained, numbers to be calculated, or a problem to be solved. <laughs> it is a dynamic, diverse, selfless, communal love to be embodied, to be lived, and to be shared, not analyzed, not compartmentalized, not hypothesized, and not sterilized into stasis. And so perhaps you could consider to rein back your desire to overthink God in your relationship with God, and instead live, share love, engage others, celebrate the diversity of creation. I promise you, everything you need to know about God will become known to you in living life and loving others. Because we do not think our way into meaningful, loving relationship. We live our way into meaningful, loving relationship. And our relationship with God is no different. Thanks be to God. Amen. 
I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope you have a fantastic day, and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye.